uh, I think we have just as much right to talk about it as anybody. We we didn't say the art of becoming a successful podcast. No, that's true. We yeah. just said the art of podcasting. We do it. <laughs> we do it. Whether we do it well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you said the art of walking. Do you walk? Yeah. Walk yep. to the store. Walk here. <laughs> I walk. I can talk about it. <laughs> Have you made a career out of it? No. No. I, I do it. <laughs> but I know what it happens. Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy, and this is episode 21. And we are... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs> That's the basic noise. We are... I we would have like streamers out and like <laughs> what clinking a, of glasses and the, the stuff like that. little pop things yeah. that yeah. puts confetti in the air. Um, this episode we're titling Art of Podcasting. The Art of Podcasting. The Art of Podcasting. Yeah, um, but it's a check-in episode. But, but it's, that's a sound, that's a boring time. What do you mean by a check-in episode? Okay. Um, and you chime in too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's like a celebration episode. I was thinking a similar mm. thing. Like it's like a bookmarking or like a a pausing and like pausing, noting. Looking back. <laughs> and and uh, if you're interested, if you've been any sort of listener, just a chance to stop and say... What the heck are we doing? Yeah. What have we done? Where are we going? What are we doing? Why do we do this? Why are you listening? <laughs> All the stuff. <laughs> Reflections. <laughs> a reflection. But I think episode. it's also a celebration of thinking, I, I think when we started, I had no idea we'd make it to 20 episodes. So I also want to clarify. I think we did, though. We said Maybe? we'd do it for a year. Yeah, but I don't think I knew what it would look like. I don't think I knew what a completed episode would feel like. I, don't, mm. I didn't know if we had the... the stamina or the consistency or discipline to actually have weekly episodes. So I thought maybe I'm we'll do it for a year. Yeah. But I'm su- <laughs> so surprised between the two of us Yeah, that we haven't been like, Oh, let's just, let's just take a month off. We'll get yeah. to it eventually. You know? So that's surprised me. That is surprising. Yeah. And I feel pretty proud of that. And I just want to clarify also, it seems probably more sensical to have a 20th episode check-in, but we are so committed <laughs> to our Enneagram episodes. We are so committed. So we had to do this on the 21st episode. Yeah, because we do all of our Enneagram episodes mm-hmm. on numbers that ends in fives or zeros. That's another thing that's been consistent. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. So this is our check-in episode, but we are also calling it the art of podcasting because the art of podcasting. it's a nice little nod to our second episode, mm-hmm. the art of playlist making, which is... Is it our most listened to episode? It's our most listened to episode. And I think it's just because, well, I'd be interested. Comment on our Instagram, everybody. I'll put up a post that yeah. invites you to comment. Is it because it's the second episode? That's my guess. I think that's probably why it is. I can't imagine it, it's because it's I cannot believe playlist. that it's the most listened yeah. to episode because we were such babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting that it's listened to more than the pilot. So it can't be just... The fact that it's the first episode. Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know. Another weird thing to know, and I don't know if anybody cares about this, but for some reason, in our iTunes feed, the art of playlist making comes first. 
Oh. And the pilot's second. That's not how I it is in our that. SoundCloud. I don't know why it is like Who that. Who knows? That's interesting. It's a mystery. Uh, not one that I'm at all interested in solving. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a boring thing to try but to solve. It's a mystery. Who cares? But maybe that's another reason. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? People start with the playlist episode. So now we're doing the art of podcasting. But I also want to call it that it, to our to troll our friend Greg a little bit. <laughs> because uh, after that episode, which was really exciting. So we have a friend named Greg, and everybody should follow him on Instagram. What he is at a uh, handle. His handle is getting drunk and cooking things. He does that. And he does that. <laughs> <laughs> and we love Greg. I respect Greg so much. And I actually really respect and appreciate the email sent. And I think... Someday we'll do the art of playlist making too, and we'll talk about playlist making, but we'll also dissect Greg's email because yeah. he called it an essay. Yeah. So we made our second ever podcast episode, mm-hmm. and then Greg sent us a essay. An essay. He took issue with us calling it the art. Mm-hmm. Um, he th- he didn't think you should be referring to playlist making as an art. Art is very serious for Greg. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I that. appreciate that. Um, and Greg uh, is an artist. Greg is an actual artist. We actually want to have him on the podcast in April because he's going to have an album release. And he'll wow. be here in Seattle. And he said he wanted to be on the podcast to talk about it. So, so maybe that's another... Maybe that is the perfect chance to do maybe playlist part two. And we can have this whole discussion. But, I mean, part of the thing was that Greg said he loves and has always loved making playlists. So he Mm -hmm. has a lot Mm -hmm. of ideas about making playlists. He made me a playlist that went alongside his essay and gave it to me on Spotify called No Small Thing. Wow. And he basically, very pridefully for him, broke all the quote-unquote rules we talked about (laughs) in our episode. (laughs) So didn't do any of the things we recommended, which (laughs) is fine. I mean, at the very least, I think I was advocating for creativity. It's true. Yeah. True. So this is, Greg, this is the art of podcasting. How do you feel about that? We're using the word art here. (laughs) Is podcasting a form of art? Good question. Listeners. Maybe. Help us. Help us. Let us know. (laughs) I think aspects of it can be. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We don't know what true art is. We don't know what true art is. It involves to Greg, and I agree with this, um, a little bit of vulnerability. I agree. And I think Mm -hmm. it involves like a losing of oneself. Mm Mm-hmm. It's yep, putting ahead. yourself out there for others to then experience and have their own interpretation of it Yes, somehow. Yes. I think that's true. That's very artistic. <laughs> I was going to say Lynchian, but it's like every, every artist does that, every true artist, I, not yeah. just David Lynch. But I was also going to say, to Greg's point in his essay, he was saying he was very big into raw materials. Hmm. Like with, with a playlist, you're using someone else's art. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in yeah. this sense, I think we are using raw materials. We're using our voices voices. and our whatever. I mean, we're editing. We are using my friend Milton's music, which someday we'll also do an episode on. But um, in general, it's our our art. There it is. Here we are. Art of podcasting. Art of podcasting. (sighs) So what are you going to get in this episode? In this episode? We're going to, first of all, we're going to try to keep this one shorter because I I don't think anybody wants to hear us talking for two hours about our podcast. No, we're going to keep this one short. What you're going to hear from us... You can hear a little bit about our journey mm-hmm. of what it is to kind of start a podcast. We'll talk a little bit probably about what it's meant for us because five months ago, six months ago, we didn't know how to do a podcast uh-huh. and here we, no we are idea. now. Yeah. So sounded fun, but it sounded fun, but we were like, what the heck is that? Yeah. And now <laughs> it feels like relatively casual. It does. Which is strange. Way more chill. Uh, to the point where I'm thinking this will come out in, later in the episode. We want new challenges. 
mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me it has shown it's 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 weird to admit this at this stage in your life but it to me it shows that there's these imaginary barriers we live with all day like oh i can mm. never do that mm. even though it's not the hardest thing i mean this isn't uh, well i'm not bragging <laughs> i'm not bragging everybody <laughs> I, I still have that glitch in my <laughs> repertoire i'm not bragging i ran a marathon one time and it was the same it was the exact same feeling yeah i remember getting to the day of the marathon everybody's like oh a marathon a marathon i'm like well it's actually not that hard when you train for it i'm ready for the marathon it's it's yeah. It was a challenging day, but it was almost like going on a walk. You're you're ready for it. It's not that impressive if you've trained. I can do this. Yeah. You know, and you would have thought I could never do this. It's mm-hmm. like no, mm-hmm. you. Then you can once you show yourself you can do a marathon. Do other Maybe things. You can do. What are the things? Now that I you haven't done anything else. A hundred miles. Yeah, my friends that do it's that. Pretty epic. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna hear about our journey. And you're gonna have, hear about other things we want to do. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about our inspirations. And we're gonna talk about uh, how Macy and my unique strengths work together to make a decent podcast. We're going <laughs> we're going to talk about we're going to talk about strength finders. We haven't talked about strength finders on this podcast, we but haven't. it we we also like strength finders. We talk about Enneagram a lot, but Yeah, I don't know as much about strength finders as you do, I feel like. Nope. No, I I know very little. All I know is I, I can say a little bit about it, but yeah. I mean, mostly want to read about our strengths once we've taken the test and we want to encourage other people to check take it the out. test and check it out. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll talk about our goals and hopes and dreams for no small thing. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in the rest of this episode, if this sounds at all interesting, I think what we're wanting is to have a little pause to celebrate with us, stop and acknowledge, absorb a milestone of sorts, but also inviting people along the journey with us. Mm-hmm. We, we want to we invite. Come on. Come on the journey. Episode 22. Check in next week. We're inviting you to come along with us. We don't know what we're doing next week, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing something. We're committed. It, it, we're inviting people. It's not just about us. No. It's no. about an audience. It's about a community. Well, yeah, I think that we want to, we'll talk about this more later, but just share kind of more a vision for what No Small Thing could be in terms mm-hmm. of listener engagement and more that we want to do with this platform. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's coming up next. That's coming up. So look, everybody. Um, we're, we're about, uh, three minutes under our typical intro. So see how committed we are to keeping this one shorter. <laughs> uh, so when we come back, we're going to talk about the, a very, in a very brief, we're going to talk about a little journey from starting the podcast last May to right here and right now. When we come back, when we come back, catch you later. <laughs> We are back. And here to share our journey. We're going to share a little bit about our journey. So if you, maybe maybe this is the first episode you've ever listened to because you saw the title, The Art of Playlist. The Podcast. Art of podcasting. Um, well, we're still newbies. We we're can't tell you how to newbies. We're really big, babies. But we did start a podcast. That's yeah. a fact. Here we are, mm-hmm. podcasting. So 
uh, I think we have just as much right to talk about it as anybody. We we didn't say the art of becoming a successful podcast. No, that's true. We yeah. just said the art of podcasting. We do it. <laughs> we do it. Whether we do it well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you said the art of walking. Do you walk? Yeah. Walk yep. to the store. Walk here. <laughs> I walk. I can talk about it. <laughs> Have you made a career out of it? No. No. I do it. <laughs> but I know what it happens. <laughs> so uh, do you want to start? Yeah, how, I guess. How, how does it start? How does the journey begin? I guess it really does begin. And we talked about this, I think, in our pilot episode when you and I, when Matthew was like, you guys could actually do it. And we had a few meetings. Mm-hmm. But we talked about that in the pilot. So do we want to talk about the journey from when you like went to Guitar Center and bought the mics? Did we mention that in the pilot? I can't remember. I don't think so. I feel like yeah, it was a monumental day. I think it's worth day. saying because, first of all, I think, you know, I've mentioned this several times in the podcast, but I'm slightly older than Macy. <laughs> so uh, over over my the course of my life, that that sort of, in our modern era, has come up several times if I have some chemistry with somebody. Hmm. It's almost like a modern thing to say, it, it, not in a serious way. It seems like it's a jokey, casual, fun thing to say, like you know, I'll be talking with someone or deep diving and somebody's like, Oh, you should have a podcast. And we all laugh and we move yeah. on. It's mm-hmm. over. So I think that started happening with us. Yeah. People would say, Oh, you guys should have a podcast. And we'd be like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> but never once was I like, Oh, but seriously. Yeah. You know? Never once would I have been like, yeah, let's actually have a podcast. So that's why it's so trippy that Matthew texted us that one day. He's, he just texted us and said, mm-hmm. are you guys actually serious? Cause I could help you get it started. And I was like, <laughs> I just remember thinking, it would be really weird of me to not at least pursue a meeting. Like, where would this go? Does Macy want to do it? How would we start? Why not? Why not? I, I talk about this stuff. Yeah. So I think we were just open. So to rush to the microphone purchases, <laughs> we had a meeting at Diablo. We, we essentially agreed that we'd want to start. Diablo is a coffee shop, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Diablo. <laughs> Satan. We met at Satan. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, we just said we'd do it. Yeah, we said we'd do it. And I was, I was very skeptical. I was excited but skeptical. I mm-hmm. just wanted to I wanted to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. I wanted to say, maybe we record. Maybe we do this. Let's see how it goes. Well, can I share? I shared this episode. Or can I share? <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked that because I'm interrupting you. Yeah, but I, I want everybody to know this. <laughs> Pause and, and think about this for a second. And you correct me if I'm wrong. Macy and I are interrupters. Yeah. And, and, correct me if I'm wrong, we don't mind being interrupted. No, not usually. Because I get interrupted. And I get why someone would want to interrupt me Mm because something I was saying made them think of something else. Yeah, sometimes the... The flow of the conversation really needs an interruption. There's something that can't wait. Because it's... If if you think about like this, this is I don't want to explain it to somebody that doesn't want to get interrupted. Mm Mm-hmm. We're sharing the conversation. Right, right. It's not right. just your monologue. I'm not I'm not cutting you off. I'm not like, no, you don't. Bad <laughs> point. Now here I come. We're arguing. It's like I have just a quick little thing I want to add and then keep going with your point because I get what you're saying and I have a quick little thing, you know? <laughs> and I think we both understand that. So yeah. I don't like that's why maybe one of the one of the many reasons why I don't like can I? Because I'm like, by oh, all means. I? By yeah. all means. By all means interrupt. interrupt. Boldly. Okay, so I'm interrupting. And I guess maybe I'd like to get to a point, too, where I would say, and you would trust me to say, well, well not yet, not yet. Just a second. Let me just finish this. You know, because yeah. you trust that I don't mind interruptions. Yeah, that's true. So you would also trust that if I, if I need to finish, you would, you would trust like, that it's okay, important. okay, he needs to finish. Yeah. <laughs> maybe right. remember my thought. <laughs> maybe consider being a little bit more open to interruptions, everybody, in yeah, your life. Maybe. And maybe we should be considerate about not, not interrupting. interrupting so much. <laughs> 
I got to respect people that don't want to be interrupted. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, okay, so my interrupting point was about the same time, because you just, we were talking about, you just needed to put one foot forward, basically. Mm-hmm. I had been given very good advice from my own dad, because before the podcast, I was kind of in like a weird, like, I don't know what life is stage for a while. And my dad gave me really good advice of just, you just need to, whatever you care about, just put like one step towards it. Oh, like You were thinking about that too. Just put one little step towards like movement towards the thing, even if it's scary or anything, like it doesn't have to be big, mm-hmm. just one foot forward. And that advice really was very profound in the way like it shifted my thinking. And I think that is partially why I felt good advice. Good. I felt confident as we were like kind of confident is not the right word, but I felt like, okay, we're going to do this podcast. What thing. other word would you use? Well, I don't know. I was pretty nervous heading into the podcast. Inspired? Um, hopeful, optimistic? Yeah, hopeful okay. or maybe optimistic. Okay. That's a better word. Motivated? Maybe. It's a little different than confident. Yeah. not Confident's not the right word, but okay. I think hopeful. Hopeful. One foot in front of the other. So you put one foot in front of the other, got mics. Yeah, I don't know if you relate to this, but I think the things that have thwarted me from doing something like this in the past has been if I can't go from doing one recording to instantly the next day successful podcast, mm-hmm. then I don't want to do it. Or if I can't, like, I'd like to write a book someday, yeah. a novel. I actually like to write some nonfiction books, too, but that's one of the barriers right now. That seems impossible right now. I'm sure mm-hmm. once you do it, mm-hmm. side note, we'll talk about this in a few weeks. Uh, my author, I, I, tra- I choose an author to read every mm-hmm. year. My author I've been deep diving this year, his name is James Cone, and he's what you call the founder of Black Liberation Theology. And it's been deep it's dive central with him. Pretty epic human. But I was watching a video of his today where he was doing a big presentation at Yale, and he was saying this last book that he wrote is called The Cross and the Lynching Tree. And he said it took him 10 years. I'm just like, and it's a pretty small book. Hmm, hmm. So I'm, I, I, that is something I can't comprehend. That takes so much discipline and maturity on, my, on, on a human's part. Yeah. Because there's something so rewarding about that instant gratification. Uh, and especially of knowing like, I put in this effort and it's going to get rewarded somehow. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, editing a video, which I like to do. I like to edit videos. You can edit, 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 and then instantly go back and look at what you've done. That's really mm-hmm. rewarding. And then you can also share it with someone. I, I don't know. I don't know. The idea of writing a book seems so weird because... It's like, it's a long When is it going to become something? When is it going to get published? When is it going to get read, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I think things like that, if it can't be instant, which mm-hmm. even as I'm saying it sounds slightly immature. Hmm. So I think I had the same mindset you did. So we, we had this meeting. Yeah. And then we said, um, we're going to, we set a date. Yeah. These, you guys. So we're going to talk about strength finders in a sec. I think there's about 38 strengths. There are 38. And and many people that study strength finders say the point is to, to validate and accentuate your strengths to help Mm -hmm. you feel strong and to also point out how those strengths can work on a team. So it's counterproductive and counter to the philosophy of strength finders to zero in on your weakest strengths right however i've done that (laughs) and uh my two bottom strengths are um responsibility and consistency Hmm. consistency not consistent so um i i always just carry around a sense of well i'm not consistent so why start why even try Hmm. so all that to say if you if you think about going that going carrying that into this day yeah we set a date yeah. To record the podcast. We have some we have a little bit of gear. 
Yeah. We have a little bit of idea what we want to do. And um, I was supposed to buy microphones. That's my goal. So, so that was my job. And I'm yeah. supposed to bring the microphones to Macy's house to record this episode. Without microphones, we're not doing anything. I mean, I, yeah. I suppose we could have just turned on a program on our computer, but I yeah. wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I wanted the microphones. Yeah. $100 microphones, Guitar Center, no big deal. <laughs> uh, Macy Venmoed me her contribution. <laughs> <laughs> it, in terms of art of p- uh, podcast making, everybody, uh, side note, uh, I take the sound on this podcast more seriously than Macy. Scott she doesn't know it. takes the notice. sound so seriously, and I barely care. I think we always thought the sound in terms of the mics we use was adequate and better than a lot of people who it seems like just turn on their computer and start talking. Yeah. Or talking to their phones. However, I've always thought it was lacking. And if you just want to know my take on things, last week's episode was a major step up in terms of our sound. <laughs> so, I, but I, what I want to highlight is these are not expensive mics, and I think you can still have a nice sound with pretty cheap mics. It's just the way you $100 edit. $100 is a relatively... Yeah, but I mean, I think people that have professional podcasts, electronic, yeah. they're probably using like $500 mics at the cheapest. Level. Yeah. For people yeah, mics are really expensive. Yeah. When I went and was looking at ASMR mics, I was like, oh, Wow. The technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so here we are. So to me, in the way we use this phrase oftentimes in sort of historically Christian circles, is it was like um, spiritual warfare. Oh. I left the church. I was supposed to come stop at Guitar Center, get the microphones and come here. And I had all the voices in my head. Hmm. Don't do it. You're not a podcaster. This is so stupid. Who do you think you are? Hmm. This is too much money for a microphone. Why don't you just stop? We don't, mm. we can't do this. You don't have time. I had all the excuses. And I wanted to text Macy and be like, uh, maybe next week. And then I know inevitably it'd be like, and then maybe next week. And then mm. maybe next week. And then we never do it. And I was just like, kind of like you, let's put one foot in front of the other. Let's buy these mics. I knew I needed to buy the mics. Yeah. I was there at the store, even in Guitar Center. I was like, uh, I was like, thanks for showing me. I'm just going to go home now, you know? Oh and my I, God. it's very conceivable that I could have texted you and been like, it is uh, so conceivable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the fact that we did it, we showed up. And then even then, we showed up and it was so awkward. It's not because Macy and I don't no. like talking to each other. It's we're sitting in a room with talking mics, to microphones. Mics? To who? Oh, I was so nervous. Yeah. I was. You've, if you've never done it, it feels weird to hold a microphone. Yeah, it does. But and just to, so we did that, but didn't just to make matters worse. <laughs> just to make matters worse. We, we did the playlist episode, which is the second week, but the third week we, we did one of our wild episodes, which if you've Age listened. Age Wisdom. Age and Wisdom. We've done these wild episodes. We did an episode called Voice. We did another episode called Wilderness and Holy Ground. They're just these kind of, what are we talking about? We're, we're biting off more than we can chew, but I think we like the challenge. <laughs> and in that episode, all of Macy's friends were here in the house. <laughs> I think it was fun, but it really spooked her. It and did, it was a new probably. dynamic. Yeah. Gosh. So the journey. I, I I really grabbed a lot of that part. So I don't know. Do you want to say anything about the journey? Hmm. I think we were just listening back to our old check-in episode. We, we had a we had a check-in episode during well, the beginning of the Kanye episode. At the beginning of the t- Kanye. We had a check-in moment. And I was so nervous even in that. And mm-hmm. I was so nervous talking. I was like talking about how nervous I was. And I don't know when it clicked, but I have really have lost a lot of the nerves, mm-hmm. which I did not think was going to happen. I was pretty convinced I was going to forever be like 
amped and crazy nervous before every time I picked up a mic. It feels more natural for us both, both now. Very yeah. natural. Mm-hmm. It's and just it, like it's it's a lot more casual and I'm a lot more confident in it, I think. And I think we know something's going to happen. Like we're maybe. Well, <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. We're like I mean, we edit these, so there are dull parts I think we cut, but like we know that if we show up and start recording, oh, something will happen. Oh, that's what you Maybe mean. at the beginning yeah. I didn't know like what what's gonna happen? Is oh. this gonna be a trash? Is it <laughs> like what what's gonna be said? We have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Part of I think what we're doing is this is unscripted. So we, we want it to sound organic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like a sense of like you have to show up mentally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think also in terms of the journey, I always go emotional, but I think this has really taught me a lot and like helped me to become more self-aware and grow myself. Mm. There's something really weird about having your voice recorded, even if it's just for whatever, an hour and a half and having that to like look back and play the tapes of like the way my brain was thinking. Yeah. Randomly I'll listen to like five minutes of an old, old episode and it feels like that's not even me, Mm -hmm. but it is me. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. Like seeing and having your own progression and like documented. Mm -hmm. And I think that this podcast, like, I don't know, it's, that's unlocked me to that. I've watched it. I, I wonder too, looking back, if this leap for you, it seems this could be true, happened over the summer when I was in Europe. Because I remember yeah, you still I being pretty jittery did. during our four episode, which is the last thing we did before I left. Hmm. Then when I was gone, just so everybody knows, Macy did a bunch of bonus material and to her credit, wanted to keep the rhythm of a weekly episode going, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is great. And um, when I got back, I think you were a little bit more confident. I think you had edited some things. You had Maybe. done the listening party for your ears. You had done your bonus rants. You had done some ASMR, I think. Yeah, maybe I was just like, I think you were whatever, confident. here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every week I think you're a little bit more confident. Yeah, so that's been part of the journey. But I think it's also been a journey in realizing this seems like such like a a big adult, weird, out of the reach thing to do. Mm-hmm. And as Scott was saying, like we quickly realized like, we can do it. Like we're just like everyday humans, mm-hmm. but we can figure it out. And like, mm-hmm. it, it may take some work, but like whatever you think that you maybe want to do, like you're probably more capable of it than you think you are. Yeah. I think that's something that I'm con- still learning mm-hmm. and doing this, but it's like, I'm, I'm more capable than I give myself credit sometimes. And the podcast has really been pushing me to, to like step up, but also like live into that. Yeah. Isn't that weird too? Because, it's we we all I mean maybe maybe the eights of the world and Enneagram eights don't relate to this, but most of us have a little bit of insecurity. <laughs> and I think eights do too. <laughs> Sorry, eights. But it's interesting to to it's almost scary for me to think of getting out of myself and seeing me in a in a more objective place without in my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Cause when you say that, my view of you is you're capable of anything. You're like mm-hmm. you are so talented. Well, you know, <laughs> and so fun to listen to. And, you know, the, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to come across. But if you had if you had a I mean, this speaks to just our relationship in general. You're the type of person that if you had a YouTube channel where you were going off on 21 Pilots or whatever <laughs> it is you wanted to be passionate about, Joanna Newsom, <laughs> Steven Universe, I'd probably if somebody shared it, I'd probably watch it. Yeah. You know, um, 
And the, the idea if that you, you had would... a YouTube channel of you unboxing shoes, I'd probably watch <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be so weird, but so great. I, that would take a lot of confidence, but, um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's odd that somebody like you would ever doubt yourself. And, and I think that's for a lot of people. There's everybody that yeah. has these doubts and it's like, you get one life. I mean, I'm saying we're going to say a bunch of cliche life. things in this episode, but <laughs> you seriously, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. You we're get one all life. Cliche people. One step at a time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> What's the line? Uh, shoot for the moon. At least if you fall, you'll be amongst the stars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, one of my teachers That's had a poster of that in elementary me too. school. Me too. <laughs> my other te- my, um, I had my teacher had one of those and another one said like blood, sweat and tears or something. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> This this uh, podcast has not taken blood, sweat, and tears. No. Um, maybe. Maybe some tears. Maybe some tears, but not blood or sweat. No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever sweated. <laughs> I've probably nervous sweat. Nervous sweat a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in the early days. Not as much anymore. Okay. So that's kind of the journey. And now here we are 21 episodes in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing was this idea of having this vision mm-hmm. and this inclination of having... You know, we, we were told, and even Birdie and Emily mentioned this when they were interviewed on our Meet the Mandigies episode. <laughs> I forget what episode that is. Seven, maybe? I think and it's th- eight. Okay. Eight. You, ha- you have to have a uh, a real clear, you know, a, a real clear message or a real clear thing you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would recommend, hey, don't do Steven Universe, 21 Pilots, Kanye West, Philosophy, all this stuff. Like, just do Kanye West. Make it a Kanye West podcast. Yeah, or like, just do a music thing or just a TV Mm -hmm. thing. But we don't want to. That's kind of the point. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we had this idea of we could do it. We could do diverse topics. Yeah. And, and, And to a certain extent, the feed is supposed to represent our minds. This bouncy... Boop, boop, boop. You know, we're, we're into this, we're into this. Because uh, that's, distractible. that's more close to human nature, yeah. I think. So, so there it is. I mean, I mean, we're still trying. I can't say it's going to work, but uh, we, we're we wanting it to be a broad, lots of topics. Lots, lots of topics. Lots of interesting things. So if you have topic ideas, let us know, let too. Let us know. If you have things you want us Comment to Comment on Instagram, send us an email. Yeah. We want to hear it. We genuinely do. At gmail.com. We will check our email. We will check our DMs. Yeah. We will respond to you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we're not jaded. We're not jaded. We're interested. We are curious people. And we'll we'll say this a little bit more later, but I think this is also about starting a community of sorts. It's Mm -hmm. not about uh, Macy and I just having these internal conversations every week. No. Hoping you listen in. It's inviting you, inviting Mm -hmm. you into the conversation. So, okay. Let's just say, let's just say 21 pilots episodes are some of your favorites. Mm -hmm. We, we know that. Mm Mm-hmm. We that is not going to shock anybody. <laughs> so let's let's acknowledge that. Yes. And then say aside from the Twenty One Pilots episodes, what have been maybe one or two of your favorites so far? Hmm. I think the Enneagram episodes. Mm. Me too. And then I also think Wilderness and Holy Ground. Yeah, you like that one. You bring I that really up a lot. Like that one. I I think it's valid. I think you should like it. I like it too. I mean, there isn't really an episode I don't like. I'd say, I'd say voice is the most hectic for me. Voice is so <laughs> hectic. But I'm proud that we did it. Oh. If you want to go back and listen to mm. an episode where that is getting away from us, it's a pet <laughs> cheetah. That episode's a pet cheetah. It was getting away. We're trying <laughs> to wrangle it down. We're trying to figure out what the heck we're talking about. I can't wait for us to do voice too and yeah. redeem it. We were really riffing. <laughs> we were 
we were wondering, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> um, wait, so what's your favorite? You just said one that was scattered. Oh, so yours is Wilderness and Holy Ground. Enneagram. Maybe Enneagram. Yeah. A Steven Universe was so fun. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'd say Enneagram and then I I like the fact that we're doing all these different topics. So I don't want to say like I, I've, I've liked the episodes where we've delved into theology because I think it adds to the diversity of our feeds and is ultimately something we want to be about, at least for me. But I really like our Kendrick episode. Oh, because I'm such a yeah. huge Kendrick fan. Yeah, but if yeah you that also one say, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, if you say also like Steven Universe and the Kendrick episode, I like the, these few episodes where we've had some clips. Oh, I, the fun. clips make me yeah. so happy. So, Scott does the editing, and so when I was listening to the Steven Universe one and heard the clips, I really I teared up. <laughs> I, I don't do all the editing, though. Macy's done some editing. That's true. Yeah. Scott does most of the editing, Macy though. Macy edited our last episode. This is true. All right, that's the journey. We're, we're getting a little overindulgent, and we're <laughs> not be able to keep this short. We're keeping it short. Try. We'll catch you guys later. We have some inspirations coming up. Talk about our inspirations <laughs> next. Bye. <laughs>
random people, but right. also <laughs> every day, just, just everyday people. They didn't seem to have a lot of backing or a lot of money or a lot mm. of, they were just regular people. It seemed like Jamie was, had a small business making cake pops. <laughs> she was making cake pops. Knox in the was beginning. a writer for, uh, this, this, uh, Christian group called the skit guys. Hmm. But he wrote for other things too. Yeah. But it's not like he was like this raging successful person who was just riding this wave of success. No. They were just people. Uh, well, well, people like us. Yeah. They have jobs. They're fine. Mm-hmm. But they have some ideas that maybe they want to do something else. And they started doing it, and I think it took them like a year before they actually like really built an audience. So I think, I think it took them like two years. Yeah. So yeah. that's a partially like good and helpful for us as like young podcasters to remember like the the early years as baby podcasters, baby (laughs) humans. (laughs) But also I feel like they're inspiring because well, Knox, he originally made a podcast because it was a way to promote a like get himself out there because he wanted to write a book. Right. And then now he's written the book. Yeah. The wondering years, the wondering years, which I haven't read, but I'm sure because of the podcast, it's gotten a ton of, people interested in it the way he described it they, they did a similar episode more people listen obviously <laughs> uh, like some sort of check-in episode like hmm. this and he said he said that that he had wanted to write a book but there was really no audience for it so hmm. what's one of the ways to get an audience is to start a podcast there it is so he essentially his motivation was to get an audience to write a book he's now written the book but he has said at least the way I've heard it is that the priority is the podcast now because yeah. it's done so well. The podcast, they also do like live shows and mm-hmm. have really like really formed a really cool community around their podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're inspiring. We love you, Knox and Jamie. We do. We do. They probably won't listen to this, but if you do, <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, Give them a shout out. I think there's probably all sorts of podcasts out there like this, but it's the one that we know about, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's the one we followed it, to a certain extent. The other podcasts I typically listen to are more highly produced, like NPR type podcasts. Mm-hmm. And well, we'll get into some of the other podcasts in a second because I already know what you're going to say. But um, do you? I, well, I have an idea. But <laughs> Knox and Jamie, again, I mean this as a compliment, and I mean it as thank you and inspiring, and thank you so much. Is it feels very homemadey? It feels like yeah, you just. You, you didn't, you weren't professionals. You didn't have a bunch of backing. You didn't have a bunch of advertisers. You found advertisers. We got to go on their journey of finding out oh, advertisers. True. All of a sudden, it's like one week, all of a sudden, it's like milk and honey teas. You know, <laughs> we're like, what? Uh, oh, an ad. You know, it's yeah. like now they have ads and now they have Patreon. And now they're, now, now, I think maybe the ultimate thing with Knox and Jamie is they quit their day jobs and started their podcast. And they started a second podcast together. Yes. The Bible binge. So they've like expanded it and blown it out. Now, we'll say, Macy and I love our day jobs. Mm-hmm. We I have no intention of quitting or moving on, anybody. Anybody <laughs> listening? We love our day jobs. However, if if no small thing could become something where we, we get more time and space and energy to put effort into this, that be that's a dream. That's yeah. a dream. Yeah, I feel like with more time and space, we could do so much more with yeah. this platform. So we have the we have the hope. We have the desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's another inspiration? Inspiration. Are are we thinking mostly just podcasts? Oh, no, no. That's a podcast inspiration. We have like big inspirations. Yeah, because I could say a podcaster inspiration or I could say... This is like a mashup of... Because you could literally say we're not going to, but you could say for this, for our purposes right now, like a tennis player could be an inspiration. Right. Who are our inspirations? 
We've thrown out a lot of names. Okay, well, this one I actually, this one is a podcaster kind of and a comedian. Mm. I'm going to say it's Chris Gethard, mm. who had, my beautiful anonymous, beautiful anonymous, which is, it, is beautiful anonymous. Well, it's he has a podcast called Beautiful Stories by Anonymous People. And these I, are also recommendations. Everybody. This is a huge recommendation. The podcast with Knox and Jamie and, and beautiful, beautiful anonymous, anonymous uh, with Chris with Gethard. Chris Gethard. And I listened to that podcast, oh gosh, like three or four years ago for the first time. And it was one of the first podcasts where I was like, wow, I really like podcasts. Mm. And all he does is just have an hour long conversation with whoever calls in. He like tweets out his time to call in and then he has a conversation. And it was a really simplistic like kind of format. But he just listens to people and hears them. And the way the podcast has created like such a cool community is really like it's so inspiring. Like so many people have different takes on who the characters are, like who the people, they're not characters, but they they feel like characters almost and the people who call in and people like there's a whole community that shares about it and their own experiences. And as a side note, Chris Gethard is a comedian who also does this very... I think janky is probably the right word. His comedian, <laughs> his comedy show is very like homemade, homemade, and I like that. very like you're you're meant to feel like comfy and not like oh it's like A big professional comedians coming in. And no, you're just like this is like someone that you know, but mm-hmm. it's also like you're in, so you feel welcome at that space. Mm-hmm. And so I think Chris Gethard is a huge inspiration, just in the like the the messages that he embodies in the way he does his podcast. And now he doesn't have his comedy show because his podcast is doing so well. He got featured on this American life. Yeah, he did. That's what bumped him up. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I read, I read David Sedaris's like journal entries. Not, Mm. I didn't like find him. I'm not like creeping on David Sedaris. He released his journal entries, which are like the source for a lot of his writings. And it was so emotional for me to read about how much he was struggling and, so sweet and beautiful in a lot of ways because he would just sit at the IHOP every night and dream of writing. Hmm. And he had written all this stuff but was not in any way successful. And Hmm. it was this overnight success story of literally being featured on This American Life and the way he writes about it. Because you're you're reading reading these journal entries and they're literal journal entries. So it's not like like polished. So Hmm. you're kind of following somewhat of a story but in a very random way. Yeah. And at the end of like one of the years, because this is like 20 years of journal entries. Mm. He's very meticulous. Mm. You're you're wondering like, when does he become David Sedaris? Like when does he become him? And it's like after after one of the episodes or one of the the entries at the end of the early 90s, it's like he was featured in This American Life. Mm. And he says 48 hours later, he had two book deals. Wow. And that did it. That was it. Wow. Of course, he's worked hard since, but yeah, that and did he, it. That and he worked him. hard to get to that. Yeah. Wow. But it seems similar. Chris Gethard had, obviously, a fairly successful comedic career, but his podcast was featured on This American Life, and then it, yeah. he said it took off. And well, because he, he's a friend of Ira Glass. I mean, if you're a friend Gosh dang it. How do we become Ira a friend Glass. of Ira Glass? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so that's a comedian and a podcast team. I'll say another... What's your inspiration? I'll, I'll say another inspiration. Uh, for some reason, a big inspiration to me is not a podcast, but is a radio program. And that is a radio program that I love called The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
This is with uh, DJ Envy, Angela E, and Charlemagne the God, <laughs> and they they have a great. It's it's this banter. It's first and foremost, it's their dynamic. It's mm-hmm. the banter. They each have a very unique personality. I think DJ Envy keeps them very focused. He's mm-hmm. like the down to earth. Angela's like the researcher, mm-hmm. and then. Charlemagne, who I'm sure is an aide on the Enneagram, just brings the controversy, like brings wow. the heat, hmm. brings the hard questions. He He's just known for pushing his guests hmm. in ways that sometimes really bring some beautiful, authentic, vulnerable results and sometimes bring some controversy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Charlemagne the God. <laughs> <laughs> and just recently he um, published a book about mental health hmm. Hmm. and he talks about his struggle with anxiety and he's been working to destigmatize anxiety and he was actually supposed to have a summit in New York with Kanye West and after Kanye had his little stint in the White House with Donald Trump Charlemagne canceled the event because he said he didn't think it'd be very productive <laughs> to uh, <laughs> mental health or the conversation so mm. but that, that's a that's I'll just say the reason I like and am inspired by the Breakfast Club is they seem at least especially for the black community and I'm not, I'm speaking as a white person, but I have to imagine their curiosity about black culture Hmm. is very contagious and very helpful. So it's like, they'll have um, hip hop artists on and stuff to talk about rap, but they'll also have prominent black judges Hmm. and philosophers and theologians on the show Hmm. to talk and, and give them a platform and they're doing good work. And Charlamagne the God did the Kanye interview. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The big Mm -hmm. long one. Mm hmm. Wow. How interesting. So good. So that's another inspiration. What's another inspiration for you? Another inspiration? Oh, there's too many, but... (laughs) Don't think this is a comprehensive list of all our inspirations. This is not a comprehensive list. We've pretty much got infinite I know. And we've been naming like podcasters and things like that. And I feel like I want to name something that's different. Mm -hmm. I feel like... I'm going to, just because I'm going off this theme of homemade, I think it's Alana and Abby from Rod City. Whoa! That's my other inspiration, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> they started doing YouTube. Did you I know that's like how they started? I would be Broad Alana. City? <laughs> <laughs> really? No, no, I'd be Abby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they started doing webisodes and just like doing goofy videos that were like comedy videos. And yeah, when is their next season coming? It's coming in January. Come on, people. It got so good. And part of what their show is, Broad City, if you don't watch it, is a very funny These are all shows. inspirations, and they're also recommendations, everybody. Yeah, inspirations are recommendations. Uh, if you want to watch Broad City, it's got tons of swearing and drug use and all sorts of things, but it's highly entertaining. <laughs> it's just, not like just be tons warned. of swearing. Well, you know there's people listening to us in our <laughs> church who are going to be like, Broad City, Scott Macy recommended it. And they're going to be like, whoa, oh, oh my gosh, okay. Let's sit down as a family tonight and watch this <laughs> yes. show our youth pastors recommended. <laughs> you probably shouldn't whoa. sit down with your family and watch this show. <laughs> but it's an adult s- show. They started as just like making these videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to like – they. Amy Poehler, I think, mm-hmm. saw them and was watching them and like kind of like took the her took them under her wing. But part of what makes their show their show is it's they're authentically just doing their personality and being themselves. They're which so I funny. think is 
an inspiration in the sense of what we think no small thing could be. It's like, we're just being ourselves talking about these things and being curious and not being like ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of part of what their show is about is just being themselves and not being ashamed of who they are. It takes a little bit of work and intentionality, but it's also just living into who you are. Yeah. It makes me also think of two dope Queens. Obviously we're not them, but we love them. That's another great (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Um, what, I mean, that's this. Let's just take a quick little rabbit trail. Oh, okay. And think about uh, Broad City, because <laughs> that was something you. You're a fan of lots of things, but you latched onto that so quickly and so rapidly. Really? Yeah. What was that experience like for you? You Latching watched the first on. episode. I mean, I don't know. I think it, it's really it's a show about people in their twenties. Mm-hmm. It's truly like a show for, and I'm in my twenties. It's a show, kind of that. A show about baby humans. About baby humans. But I think I, the thing that made me latch onto it, first of all, it's really funny. But second of all, they are like Alana as a character on the show and also as a person is so unapologetically herself. Mm-hmm. She is so like weird and crazy, but like and defies all social norms. And yet you like love her. She and, has to be an eight. What else could she possibly be? I don't know. An eight wing seven yeah, though. Yeah. 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 So uh, there's something about their, their dynamic that just like drew me in. And I think it is like this contagious, like uh confidence that they seem to have and like love for each other. I mean, me and Sydney had like Sydney mentioned on the podcast a lot, had like one of the best days of our lives. And it was after we had watched broad Sydney and kind of been inspired oh, by the way that they just like lived their lives. We were like, let's just like have a really fun day, a random day, a random day. And it was a really fun random day, but I'll just say this as your a last, last inspiration. Uh, uh, this isn't a specific inspiration, but I think the thing that I've had in my mind for whatever it's worth. And I know I've said this to you is a band. Oh, like why can't you think of a podcast duo as a band? Oh yeah, you've been talking about this. I don't know what that means, but you know when I've read about duos, mm-hmm. and I I wrote Macy a little note today about what I think about the podcast, but I was thinking about um, Josh and Tyler. Josh and Tyler. Dallas. But these are can great. I be Tyler? Yes, that's fine. <laughs> um, but then I uh, love Victoria Legrand and Alex Scaly. They're from uh, Beach House. These are my inspirations. Yeah. I'm sure Macy has her own, but that's a band. They're a duo. That's it. And then uh, LP and Killer Mike are from Run the Jewels. Maybe one day we'll do an episode on them. What about the Beach House people is so inspiring? <sighs> what are their names? Uh, Alex Scaly and Victoria Legrand. Alex and, and Victoria. I, have a pro- I probably have a similar relationship with Victoria Legrand that, as, as you do with Tyler Joseph. Wow. Sort of a semi-crush, but not really. Like, what is it? You, appreciating them from afar, you kind of want to be them, inspired <laughs> yeah. by them. I don't know. kind of want to be them yeah. as part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just am captivated by her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also this thing of, for whatever it's worth, like, they out of these three people, they're the ones that are a guy and a girl doing something together. Mm-hmm. And they've been very aggressively, like, we just okay. I mean, they've been working together for probably over ten years. So yeah. of course, in every episode, in every interview, people are like, "What's your relationship?" Yeah. Like, we have other relationships. We're, <laughs> why can't we just be two people making music together without somebody making something of it? You know, it's <laughs> it's, just, it's not a big deal. And I've been so inspired by that. I'm like, of course. And why should it be? Yeah. You know, like let's. So I I like I've always I always have loved 
they obviously seem to have a beautiful working relationship and very much enjoy each other. And that's mm-hmm. where it ends. It's like a great, mm-hmm. and that's so cool. And I love that about them. Yeah. Um, and they just, when you read, when you read about their process, they really go, I, I was telling Macy, like they have at least what I've read. They're very mysterious. They hardly mm-hmm. share anything. So, from what I've read, they have a uh, warehouse in Baltimore where they have just collected all sorts of cool antique uh, organs and sound machines. Very cool. And they, when they're in album mode, they just they go there all day and just tinker around. Which the is very inspiring together. to yes. think about that, especially in terms of listening party. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they they will say it's a a childlike. Thing. Hmm. They said they're hmm. getting in touch with their inner child. Creativity. Oh, that's so true yeah. and good. Freedom. Wow. Yeah. So, Beach House. Beach House. Someday we'll do an episode. So, we're inspired people. We're inspired. Here's uh, just a who few. Who inspires you? Question. Who inspires you, everybody? <laughs> Macy's asking you, not me. I'm asking you. The I'm listeners. curious. Who inspires you? Or who do you think we should be inspired by? Oh, yeah. Who? Yeah. yeah. Throwing it out there. Who did not get mentioned? Who? Who did not get mentioned? Many things do not get mentioned. Well, I'm asking the audience. Oh. Who didn't get mentioned? Oh, yeah. Don't, don't tell us about Radiolab. We all know about Radiolab. Why couldn't they? What if that was something that... I would say, assume we know about Radiolab. If there's a podcast that's sort of under the radar that we need to know about. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? We're inspired by Radiolab. Just know that. We're really inspired by Reply All, too. We're inspired by Reply All. These big ones. Yeah. These high-produced ones. Don't think we haven't listened to Serial. <laughs> don't think we... <laughs> We know about these things. We love Sarah Koenig. Don't think we don't love Sarah Koenig. We're trying to talk about other things. (laughs) Okay. We got to catch you later. Mm -hmm. We got to catch you later, buddy. (laughs) We got to... We're going to try to talk about Strength Finders next. Maybe you don't know about that. Okay. It's a little bit like the Enneagram. It's a little bit like... Not like the Enneagram. That's a diss to the Enneagram, but (laughs) it's kind of a corporate... uh, It is a corporate thing. Yeah. Someday we might have my wife, Marissa, to talk on about because she's going to be a consultant that utilizes the Enneagram. The strength finders. Uh, ah, gosh. We're, we'll be right back. Catch you later. <laughs> we are back. This is a, a little bit of a curveball for you all. <laughs> this is, we, we thought it, this was a really random thought that we had today. Yeah. That uh, one of, well, another initial bonding point for Macy and me. So again, Macy, okay, let me just stop for a quick second and say. Stopping for a quick sec. Macy and I, you've heard this before, worked at a church together. Mm-hmm. Macy now works at a preschool. We don't work at the same church anymore. Mm-mm. I work at the church. Macy works at a preschool. That's like, in the truest sense, a stone's throw from her house. <laughs> she just can walk right there right in the morning, which is very nice. But um, uh, I, w- the thing was is that Macy worked as the middle school intern at the church mm-hmm. for like a year or two. Year? A year and a half before I worked with you. So we shared an office together. This is the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other for way longer yeah. than we've known each other. Yeah, like uh, I just remember being introduced to Macy. She came to staff meeting. She was in the office. But I, I just remember her as this person that 
I, I literally have this image. <laughs> it's not literal, but it's an image of like her dodging and hiding in the office, like hiding behind. We had like, uh, uh, not, not barriers, like dividers. I wasn't ever device? purposely hiding. No, I know, but it's just, it's the dynamic you brought. You weren't like literally hiding. You were like, Oh, I'm ducking and rolling and hiding behind. But you were just very shy. You'd come in the office and I'd be like, Oh, Hey Macy. And you'd be like, Oh, eh, yeah. And kind of <laughs> dodge me and run away and, I'm just grabbing this. See you later. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, you know. <laughs> I can. See That's my early memory for that. like a year. I'm like, oh, there's that Macy girl. You know, <laughs> just like so nervous. Yeah, so nervous. <laughs> Perpetually nervous. <laughs> but I remember. So we did this thing called Strength Finders, which I suppose we're recommending to you all. It's interesting. Go take the test. Yeah. It's supposed to tell you your strengths. And, I and think it's, it's meant to. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I just think it's meant to be some kind of thing where it's like in a world where you are always being told what you're not good at. This is meant to highlight, hey, you bring these kind of five unique things to whatever workplace you have, and maybe they're not valued, but they should be valued, and here's why they're strengths and how you can, like, activate your strengths. Yeah, and sort of the philosophy behind it for teams, I think, is that you play to people's strengths. You don't make them spend a lot of time compensating for their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And you try to, this seems almost theological in terms of like the body of Christ. Yeah. You let people play the role they're meant to play and you, you know, you fill in the gaps with everybody else's strengths. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have a diverse team. There's a, Hopefully. a picture of Don Clifton on the front mm-hmm. of this book. And I'll post a picture on Instagram because it's worth looking at. <laughs> it is a very kind of uh, interesting <laughs> picture. Uh, very at. earnest and happy <laughs> white man in a suit. Don Clifton called Father of Strength Psychology and Inventor of Clifton Strengths. So he I'm making fun of it, but it is actually very helpful. Yeah. Which is why we're talking about it. So all that to say, I had this, I had this sort of image of me. Ima- image of Macy. We Sheepish did the strength Macy. finder stuff, which so we met as a department. There's probably 10 of us in a room. We're coming with our strengths. My wife is actually facilitating this conversation. Hmm. So we're supposed to talk about our strengths and how it relates to our team. And everybody's talking about their strengths. And Macy starts talking about hers. And we basically got the same strengths. So in my mind, all of a sudden, I was alerted to Macy. I was like, wait, oh, we're kind of similar. <laughs> and that made me feel less alone because I think in terms of that group, we were the mm. only ones with these particular strengths. With the like, just... The ones we're going to talk about in a second here. Okay. Well, what would you call them? The like, thought idea. Kind of cerebral things. <laughs> That's not... Everybody else's other strengths that are really needed. These were ours. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I always, I always say in my life, in my brain, in my temperament, my personality archetype, most people seem what I say is blurry to me. Hmm. Blurry face. Um, I, I, it takes, everybody seems like they're in this haze, in this mist Hmm. people that I meet. It takes something to bring them out of the mist, a specific interaction. Oh. And I think this is one for you. Oh. Yeah, all of a sudden saying. you came out. You were like a real three-dimensional person. Did like, I oh, talk Macy. at that meeting? Yeah, and we have we had a few moments like ideation. You know, I'm like, oh, ideation. I'm like, oh, you know what it's like to be an ideation? You know, to have ideation. Oh. You're like, yeah. And we're like looking at each other and I'm like, oh, she gets it. Everybody else is oh. looking at us like we're weird. Yeah, it's true. I don't remember this. It was a big moment for me. Sorry. No. But I do. <laughs> I feel have hurt feelings. Uh, I do remember that we had similar ones. Macy and I have five. We get five. You get five strengths in this Five thing. strengths. And and uh, three of ours are the same. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say yours first? Am I saying just the three? 
We're going to say our top five and say then to say the same. Okay. That, or, so. Or, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> input? Yeah. That's I, your number one. That's my number one. It's, which is significant. Your number one strength is pretty significant. Yeah. And I think in, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, input. And then I think my number two is connectedness. Mm-hmm. Belief. Ideation. And includer. These are deep things. Lots of explanations these are behind are these words. <laughs> so mine were, um, your, your first is input. My first was ideation. Yeah. But my second's input, and then I have something called intellection, and then connectedness. Which I am curious about intellection. I'm jealous of your intellection. And then uh, empathy. Empathy. Wow. Yeah. Kind-hearted, <laughs> empathetic soul. So the first one I'm going to look into is ideation. So we're going to talk about, here's why we're doing this. When we were looking at strength finders today, Macy and I thought it very curious that we share these strengths. And I think that's what makes, for us at least, maybe you don't agree, this podcast interesting. <laughs> I think that's what kind of like is no small thing is mm-hmm. a little bit of these, the myriad of these three strengths almost. It, the, the interplay, working together. Yeah. So here's a quick description of ideation. You are fascinated by ideas. What is an idea? An idea is a concept. The best explanation of the most events. Uh, you are delighted when you discover beneath the complex surface an elegantly simple concept to explain why things are the way that they are. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? It does. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent, I think what we're saying through these strengths is it's also quasi-mission statement for mm-hmm. no small thing. Mm-hmm. An idea is a connection. Yours is the kind of mind that is always looking for connections, and you are so intrigued when seemingly disparate phenomena can be linked by an obscure connection. This is true. (laughs) An idea is a new perspective on familiar challenges. You revel in taking the world we all know and turning it around so we can view it from a strange but strangely enlightening angle. You love all these ideas because they are profound, because they are novel, because they are clarifying, because they are contrary, because they are bizarre. Wow, I... Yes, I support that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) For all these reasons, you derive a jolt of energy whenever a new idea occurs to you. Hmm. Others may label you creative or original or conceptual or even smart. Perhaps you are all of these. Who can be sure? (laughs) Who can be sure? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) What you are sure of is that ideas are thrilling. They are. And on most days, this is enough. (laughs) That's so good. But they have these little sections in Strength Finder's book where it talks about, it's called Ideas for Action. I haven't read this in a long time. And it's almost like giving you advice for what you could do with it as a career. Hmm. So this one says, this is what I think about in terms of our podcast. Seek a career in which you will be given credit for and paid for your ideas. Uh, you are likely to get bored quickly, so make some small changes in your work at home. Experiment. Play mental games with yourself. All of these will keep you stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> this is great for both of us. There's, there's a list of like 20 things we're not going to read. Finish your thoughts and ideas before communicating them. <laughs> Lacking your ideation talents, others might not be able to quote unquote join the dots of an interesting but incomplete idea and thus might dismiss it. I think this is <laughs> a little bit why both of us having ideation is a little chaotic because nobody is there to connect the dots. We yes. can both just be like ideas, ideas, ideas and no grounding. All the ideas. <laughs> okay, so another one we share is input. Input. This is my this number, is number one. one. I'm going to hand it to you to read. Okay. So it's not just my droning voice. Here we go. Input. Also, I just noticed that you have an Iro sticker on your water bottle, which I, I love. I do. <laughs> also, look at this one. A Pachita <laughs> and an Iro sticker. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> 
You are inquisitive. You collect things. You might collect information, words, facts, books, and quotations, or you might collect tangible objects such as butterflies, baseball cards, porcelain dolls, or sepia photographs. Whatever you collect, you collect it, be- you collect it because it interests you. And yours is the kind of mind that finds so many things interesting. Mm-hmm. No small thing. No small thing. The everybody. world is exciting precisely because of its infinite variety and complexity. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> if you read a great deal, it is not necessarily to refine your theory, to refine your theories, but rather to add more information to your archives. If you like to travel, it is because each new location offers novel artifacts and facts. These can be acquired and then stored away. Why are they worth storing? At the time of storing, it is often hard to say. I don't know. I don't know at the time. At the time of storing, it is often hard to say exactly when or why you might need them. (laughs) But who knows? (laughs) I love that. Who knows? They might be useful. (laughs) With all of these possible uses in mind, you really don't feel comfortable throwing anything away. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a self-press four, too. I know. It's really calling me out. Wow. Um, So you keep acquiring and compiling and filing stuff, true, I guess, away. It's interesting. (laughs) It keeps your mind fresh. And perhaps one day some... And perhaps one day some of it will prove valuable. Yes. Perhaps one day. Your records, your stickers, your candles, your lights, <laughs> all the things. Books. Should I read any ideas for action? I yeah, don't know. read a few. Because, because again, everybody, just as a reminder, this, this, these are the strengths that Macy and I share. So we both have ideation and input. And we don't have any of the strengths that are like discipline, activator, right. getting things done, being we organized, don't. none of them. They're just basically sitting around and thinking <laughs> <laughs> and talking. That's pretty much it. Okay. Look for jobs in which you are charged with acquiring new information each day, such as teaching, research, or journalism. All seem like great careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, devise a system to store and easily locate information. This can be simple as a file for all the articles you have, clipped, or as sophisticated as a computer database. This feels like really good advice for an input for person. somebody with input yes this is how you should channel your energy yeah like organize it mm-hmm. i think that's that's a really helpful word for me which to that point is essentially what you've done here you've organized and channeled that energy on the podcast at least i guess that's you have some equipment you have a schedule that's You're true releasing some content it helps give the ideation a little platform mm-hmm. a little space to breathe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um uh, I guess I'll read this. Well, should we read the connectedness? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that what we share? Do we share connectedness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, uh, Strength Finders is interesting. I didn't, connectedness is its own kind of word that they created, I feel like. But in the Strength Finders realm, there's colors too, I think, if I, think I remember so it correctly. And there's this sort of cerebral color, which is green. And it's, there's four different, uh, quadrants, and each one is sort of one? yeah sure. Uh, one is one is sort of like activator, getting things done. One is like sort of organizer. One is sort of strategy, seeing the big picture. And then these ones that Macy and I have are really like sort of thinkers. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily we don't we don't know what to do with. So basically, I think both of us have four at least in these quadrants. Mm-hmm, I think so. I think belief is the only one that's. Outside of that for you. Well, no includer. Oh, belief in includer. So you have three greens. Okay. And then two, I don't know what these colors are. Yeah. I have four greens and then this one. Empathy. Is empathy. Uh, our current intern, Rebecca, shout out to Rebecca, who's an eight. We'll have her on someday. Mm-hmm. 
has all greens, and that's what you call a guru. Wow, a guru. <laughs> so Rebecca's all in her head. <laughs> At the same time, she gets stuff done. Yeah. Rebecca, good job. Okay, connectedness. Here it is. So this is another strength that Macy and I share. Things happen for a reason. You are sure of it. You are sure of it because in your soul, you know that we are all connected. This is true. Yes, we are individuals <laughs> responsible for our own judgments and in possession of our own free will, but nonetheless, we are part of something larger. Some may call it the collective unconscious. Others may label it spirit or life force. Hmm. Or whatever your word of choice, you gain confidence from knowing that we are not isolated from one another or from the earth and the life on it. Again, this feels to me is sort of like a no small thing mission statement. I agree. Yeah. I agree. These all kind of do. Mm-hmm. This feeling of connectedness implies certain responsibilities. Hmm. If we are all part of a larger picture, then we must not harm others because we will be harming ourselves. Hmm. True. We must not exploit because we will be exploiting. Hmm. Your awareness of these responsibilities creates your value system. You are considerate, caring, and accepting, certain of the unity of humankind. You are a bridge builder for people of different cultures. Sensitive to the invisible hand, you can give others comfort that there is a purpose beyond our humdrum lives. Holy moly. Oh, I hope to be those things. That sounds, again, like a no small thing mission statement. The exact articles of your faith will depend on your upbringing and your culture, but your faith is strong. Hmm. It sustains you and your close friends in the face of life's mysteries. Wow. That's encouraging. Connectedness. I'll read a few of the uh, ideas for action. (laughs) Again, everybody, we haven't done this together. This is not scripted. No. Do you have a thought about all those things? That was pretty big. I got a little emotional. I did get a little emotional. This is making me want to like think more about strengths finders because we did it a while ago and I've thought a little bit about it, but I, I think this is, would be really, it's really helpful. Do strength finders, everybody. We're recommending it. We're recommending it. There's a lot of inspiration on this episode and a lot of recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> Can't lose. Can't lose by doing it. Takes a little bit of time to take a test. Yeah. I think it costs money, so you do lose a few dollars. <laughs> I guess you lose like $10. <laughs> uh, okay, ideas for action. Consider roles in which you listen and counsel. Wow. You can become adept at helping other people see connections and purpose in everyday occurrences. Hmm. That's a little bit of what I think we're doing. Hmm. In our own way. Explore specific ways to expend your sense of connection, such as starting a book club, attending a retreat, or joining an organization that puts connectedness into practice. Wow. Within your organization, help your colleagues understand how their efforts fit in the big picture. You Hmm. can be a leader in building teams and helping people feel important. Hmm. This is the last one I'll read because this seems intriguing. Macy and I are thinking about doing an episode on boundaries pretty soon. Oh, yeah. This says, you are aware of the boundaries and borders created within an organization and a community, but you treat them as seamless and fluid. Use your connectedness talents to break down silos that prevent shared knowledge. Hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Wow, Marissa, break down my wife, silos. is the person at our church that has helped people and counseled them on their strengths. So, so. she talks about this a lot. And... Apparently, you also get a special. Oh, she said she has some sort of crazy statistic that like your your strengths are like a thumbprint, and and basically one in three million people will have your specific top five strengths or something. In like, like that. the order that they are. Yeah. Or hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then what your top five strengths will give you a unique name. So I'm I I wonder if you have the similar one because my name with my top five strengths was a bridgeneer. A bridgeneer. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is like. The way I understood it was bridging the gap between 
different ideas that seem to not work together. Wow. Yeah. It's no small thing to do that. No small thing, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up aside from saying uh, we learned a lot from, that's part of our journey, but uh, we think you could benefit from strength finders. Yeah. And I think, I think in reading those, it was pretty clear that we're trying to use those strengths in mm-hmm. this podcast. We we're are. trying to yes. bring our best selves forward for this podcast and recognize, well, I'm a person with ideas. What do you do with that? I guess one, like I will start a podcast and like it's given us a place where our strengths can apply, which is cool. This that's, isn't that's something a part of the strength finders philosophy. Working, uh, we work hard in the sense of trying to be consistent because that's not part of our natural thing. <laughs> we've thing. been, it's been Macy and I talked about this. It's been fun to look back and know that we have been consistent. Yeah. Um, which is new for both of us. Mm-hmm. We have a website, we have Instagram, we have consistent episodes. That's something we're proud of. Um, but in general, in terms of the conversation, this is pure fun. This, yeah. is, this is us in our element. It's true. We, we have to be disciplined about stopping talking. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note. Uh, on that note, what time are we at? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to wrap this one up. The final section coming up is our goals and hopes for the future of this podcast. So if you're at all interested in that, stick around. Um, that's coming up, and that's the final segment of this episode. Hey everybody, we are back with our back final in the house. segment of we never left, but Art we're of back. Podcasting. Woo! <laughs> Art of Podcasting. This is going to be goals and ins- uh, no goals and hopes. Goals and hopes and like kind of uh, an Im- invitation, invitation to join us join on us. this journey. Trying to start I mean, a community. We've been, we've been really saying that, but we want to just put it out there aggressively. An invitation. Yeah, we're not saying it haphazardly or off to the side or or casually. Right. We're saying, I think officially, this really means a lot to us. It does mean a whole lot to us. It's more than just a hobby. Mm-hmm. We really want to say that. It's more than just for kicks and fun. Mm-hmm. We really take this seriously and take ourselves seriously and you as a listener seriously. And we really take the idea of where it could go very seriously. We do. Yeah. So just so we're going to just freeform and spitball. Okay. What we mean by that a little bit is like, we so... Playfully, Macy and I often refer to this as no small thing industries. No small thing industries. I don't know what that means because I honestly don't know what the word industries yeah, means. But, I don't either. Um, <laughs> we th- I think it means more than a podcast it in means terms like, of yeah. potentially uh, books or YouTube or videos or w- whatever. Like more things where we're essentially using this platform as a way to indulge in our natural desire to research. We yeah. like deep diving. We love deep whether diving. Whether it's music or whether it's books, whatever it is, and, and, and give us a little bit of a break in terms of like, I mean, we won't find everything interesting. We find a lot of things interesting. Sometimes I can tell somebody's disappointed if they bring me something and I'm not vibing with it. Oh. And I'm like, this just is one of those weird anomalies that I'm just not feeling. But then the I think that goes against our philosophy. No, no. I know. I, I, I believe I can get into almost anything. Mm. Now, having said that, Somebody recently was telling me about a band that they listened to here in Seattle that was like a Satan worshiping band, mm. not as a gimmick, and they literally threw cow's blood over the audience. Now that's interesting. It's interesting. I'm here to listen to the descriptions. 
and I watched several interviews, <laughs> and I have to say that I was curious. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying there has to be a limit somewhere. I don't know where the limit is. Um, I'm only saying I was interested, just for clarity's sake, why would Scott be interested in a band that says they're Satan worshipers now? Well, you're interested and you're intrigued. Well, yes, but when you watch the interviews, essentially they're saying they're, it's a protest against what they perceive to be satanic in God worshipers. Hmm. So they're punk rock in terms of their desire to disrupt. Hmm. Now, that may sound like nonsense and drivel to you. If, if it does and it spooks you, I, I'm happy to explain it. But it's, it's essentially calling out hypocrisy in organized religion. Yeah. That's why they do it. Are they literal Satan worshipers? Probably not. But um, that came to my mind. Well, Is there a limit? I'm sure. I'm sure Is at some point I'm not interested in certain things. You know? I don't know if I want to say that for me. Well, okay. I mean, let's just say I've been pushed to the limit with Kanye recently. I was thinking oh, about not being interested. That's true. You know? I guess that's a good point, yeah, because I was really close. We're close to not being interested. And that's saying a lot because... He's kind of my number one. That's saying a lot from so, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, continuing with our goals. That's and no strength. small thing, industries. But do you want to say something specific just about the podcast? Like a goal or hopes? Hopes. Well, I guess one thing I would say I hope for our podcast is to maybe one day do something like live with our audience. Either that be like oh, yeah. a live a thing hope. or like a, a listening hope. party. Yeah. Like a listening party seems like a really big dream and hope and goal for this podcast because yeah. our first, we talked about this, Art of Playlist Making was our first kind of real episode. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit inspired by the like the act of listening thoughtfully to something. And so we would want to invite yes. people into that. And I think both of us like creating a space and an atmosphere. Yes. So combining no small thing plus listening party would be pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Like a live playlist, a live playlist that like yeah. we curated and it's like for you to enjoy and listen and experience. It'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. It'd be cool. <laughs> and then a live uh, podcast episode. I don't know. Maybe. Recording? Yeah. I would be probably get real nervous again. Ooh, but that's one of the things you break the barrier. If we do it a few times, maybe you become chiller. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I think Knox and Jamie used to be really scared and they I I don't know if they still are. They really went on to do live shows. It seems like Jamie gets still kind of nervous about recording their ads. Oh, I can imagine that. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be so... Thin. Even our little, our own little things are, yeah. I get nervous about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 takes later. Uh, um, uh, I think also we've very much, this is very ambitious, but we should just throw it out there that we honestly, we would love to write an Enneagram book for families. Oh. We've thought about doing that. This is ambitious, but also something we really want to do. It take That's something that's like 10 years in the making. Mm-hmm. But We work with kids and teenagers. We work we with think kids there is and teenagers. A whole at least in terms of what we know is out there in terms of Enneagram books, mm-hmm. there isn't something that to me adequately reaches that demographic in the way we would want it to be reached. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is a few books, but I don't There's think it books, does the job. And I think that we would just have a certain <clears throat> lens and way of, I don't know, sharing the Enneagram mm-hmm. for families, like with families really in mind. Yeah. So that's a goal. That's a big goal, but a really cool goal. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? What yeah, would you say? I would say, well, a hope or a goal is that one day, 
I don't know. I guess I just really am excited about what this podcast means in terms of listening parties. For your oh, ears. listening parties. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That's not that's not the live listening party. Let's no listening party for your ears. Uh, we just have Gosh, to say, yeah. Macy did something, everybody, <laughs> and it is a great thing. And if anybody likes the idea of an album, it's it to me, it's an album. Kind Macy of. made an album, and she put a ton of work into it. It's called. I think the description, the title is a little misleading. It is misleading. We call it mi- listening party for your ears. Do you want to describe it? Well, you call you call it an audio collage. Audio collage. I think that's the best way to describe it. I think it. that's a way to describe it. Collage seems very haphazard and that makes me mm, like okay. push you put against a lot it. Of intentionality but the listening party for your ears is this kind of yeah, it's like a listening experience or hour long thing. And even just the act of doing that and having the space to edit and put it out there and create it was like really cool. And so I think we both have hopes and goals of creating more of those and that this can become a, a place that kind of cultivates that kind of art form almost. Mm-hmm. I think that is where podcasting is a little more like Ooh, art. the art the of podcasting. Art. Oh, let's get back to our title. <laughs> Bring it on <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, to be honest, listening party for your ears is not one of our most listened to episodes. We call it a bonus, so it's no, not. No, like I mean one it's of, a bonus episode. It's kind of strange. It's having, really strange. Having said that, I think it's in my mind a high point in the podcast feed. Hmm. Now, I imagine, just so you know, if you're listening to this and you don't know about it, and if you're sort of like-minded, if you're like us, we know there's a lot of listeners that aren't. Hmm. They're listening and they're like, "We're so grateful that some or interested." that somebody's having these long, tedious conversations <laughs> that we wouldn't have on our own, but good for them. And we're learning something, but now I get to go back to my regular life and blessings on Scott Macy as they keep going. Cause we know once they shout out the microphones, they're going to keep talking. <laughs> True. <laughs> but um, there are some people I think that are kindred spirits and like-minded. Now and that's the case. Listening party for your ears is if, is if you're the type of person that is deeply curious, has a lot of patience, and can listen well. Has a lot of patience. This will yeah. test your ability to listen well, but it, I didn't feel tested. I'm here for it all the mm. way. Like, my, I was just, I didn't want it to end. But it's just audio clips of poetry reading and music and sounds and white noise and, and white space and just all sorts of things that it's to me collage. at the, at the end of the day fit together and sort of paint a picture of sorts. Hmm. It's really cool. Macy put a lot of work into it. Yeah. Shrug. There it is. <laughs> Shrug. But we might do some more in the future. Yeah. We want to do more in the future and collaborate because mm-hmm. I kind of did that on my own, which made it kind of my I baby. kind of forced my way into it. I, I asked if I could collaborate with Macy and she said, yes, I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's, that's a big hope. That's a big hope. Dream, I guess. I think I'd want to say in general, we hope to keep making the podcast. Mm-hmm. This, this has become more serious for us. It's not just this throwaway thing. Yeah. We want to keep doing it. We have hopes and dreams for it. We want to invite you on the journey. Yeah. Yeah. In general. I guess also our goal is to just become better podcasters. Yeah. I think that like yeah. naming that, like we're trying to be, like we're working hard to be better at this thing. That's every podcasting. every week we try to get better. We try to get better, yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know. I'm like looking back at what the pilot was and looking forward. Like I just, I'm excited to see a trajectory mm-hmm. and like my hopes of it is it becoming bigger and it becoming more. I don't know. 
I don't know the right words for this. That sounds good. I mean, uh, to see, see forward progress, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Without losing our sense of just pure joy in doing it. Yeah. Without losing its homemade quality. Homemade. We're about the homemade quality, folks. It also becoming something that's more and more like kind of better produced. Yes. If that makes sense. Kind of like Trench of 21 Pilots. It's a little bit better produced. It's better produced now. For those of you that care. <laughs> maybe some of you don't. Maybe some of you don't care about that. I, I kind of do, but. Um, and I guess, okay, another hope is just more listeners and people engaging and people mm-hmm. feeling like this is a community that they can engage with. And my hope is that we can continue to grow as a no small thing industry. Industry, community. Brand. So we mentioned this last night. This might Idea. be a, thing, a good thing to close on is we do have a mission. So it's oh, like yeah. we want to start a podcast, but we obviously think that, not obviously, we have this thought that that in order for it to thrive in terms of meaning and mission and what we're doing and sense Mm -hmm. of purpose, we should know why we're doing it. And so in terms of why we think we would be a valuable thing to listen to in terms of listening to a podcast, using your time. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you listen to the podcast weekly, that's almost two hours of your time (laughs) is I think we're, we are wanting to our, our mission statement says our slogan, as we called it last week (laughs) to inspire people to be less cynical and more curious. Yeah. Essentially. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's, it's worded exactly like that, but if we can use these sort of strengths that we mentioned in our strength finders segment to, encourage you to do something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a really, we, we feel like we're helping in some small way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but it's agree. no small thing. It's no small thing. <laughs> yeah. So just spread curiosity. Yeah. If we can help you be a little bit more curious yeah. you know, and, and more open handed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. That feels like a little bit of a mission. And I don't think we had that in mind when we started. Like it, initially, I think we said no small thing because we, we approached conversations like that, but it wasn't yeah. about like, here's what we have to contribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, I think it was more of just like, yeah, that's, that's who we are. Nothing feels too small for us. We could talk mm-hmm. about it forever. It seemed kind of us centric. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So <sighs> there that's it is. It, I think everybody, there it is everybody. Thanks for listening to this. Yeah. Interesting art of podcasting episode. Art of podcasting. Check in. Check in. Celebration. Whatever it was. We're, we're happy. Really just so you know, we are very happy about this podcast. <laughs> just so you know. I, I think we both feel a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this way. is... Uh, I did not think we could do this. I didn't either. So it's very strange that those here we are. I would be so surprised that night if you said we would be still be doing it. Here we are with the same microphones. Here we are. All right, everybody. I'm going to put my mic down. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Next week, uh, as Macy's microphone is down, I actually forget what episode we're doing, but it will be interesting, and we'll post about it on Instagram. We'll let you know. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the journey.